Welcome to The Green Rush, a podcast about the intersection of cannabis, the capital markets, and culture. On a weekly basis, hosts Anne Donahoe and Nick Opich of KCSA Strategic Communications speak with the business leaders, financial experts, cultural icons, legislators, and generally interesting people moving the cannabis and psychedelics industries forward. This weekend in Lewis Goldberg, chat with Adam Shapiro, cannabis executive, Hearst Publications and Green State, a digital magazine published by Hearst Media navigating the new cannabis culture. In this episode, our hosts speak with Adam about the dynamics of the cannabis media ecosystem and how Hearst Media is carving out a unique niche covering the future of the industry. The trio also shares some exciting news about a new partnership between Green State, KCSA, and The Green Rush to syndicate future podcasts across Hearst Media's properties. With more and more mainstream outlets and media companies dedicating resources to covering the burgeoning cannabis space, Adam provides a thoughtful perspective on what readers and listeners are looking for in their news coverage. So sit back and enjoy our conversation with Adam Shapiro of Green State. Adam Shapiro, thank you so much for joining us today. Before we dive into it, can you give our listeners a quick intro of who you are and how you got into the cannabis industry? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and thank you, Anne, uh, Lewis, and Nick for having me on. I've uh, been really looking forward to it. And, you know, I've never been a stranger to, to risk in, in my life. Uh, once a serial entrepreneur and now successfully planted firmly between corporate America sheets. You know, for the last half decade, I found myself navigating Hearst Media, you know, while passionately pursuing creative marketing strategies that make an impact on our clients and, you know, lead to endless success stories. So kind of makes me feel like an entrepreneur again or a, a corporate entrepreneur, as, as we might call it. Um, you know, I think with the world constantly evolving and obviously modern technology booming, it, I'm irresistibly drawn to emerging markets and the limitations for me create possibilities. And every brand has its own unique tale from being educational to eliciting delight that really rivals the cannabis high. And so uncovering these stories really brings new challenges and exciting potential. So what's what's not to love about that? You know, I, I'm an ADD creative with a flair for tackling challenges head on. I, knew the cannabis industry was exactly where I belonged. Um, there's really no greater challenge and opportunity than bringing mer mer um, cannabis media into the mainstream. And what you can say way? marijuana. Oh, I can it's say okay. that? You can say it. Okay. Go ahead, dare. I dare you to say it. I don't like it, the word, but I want to, okay. Bringing marijuana media into the mainstream. And you know, what better way to do that than in collaboration with Hearst? it not only presented me with endless resources, but it's also allowed me to make this big change happen faster. Um, so that is just uber exciting. You know, the 16 year old me would have never imagined I would be sitting here today uh, in rooms full of executives talking about how we're going to sell weed online. Uh, so, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's truly all house money from here and I'm, I'm happy to be on the ride. So I'm not going to bury the lead. The reason why we're talking with you, Adam, is uh, KCSA, which is the, the PR investor relations firm that owns the Green Rush, has 
gotten into a strategic partnership with Hearst Media to republish uh, this very podcast. So for those of you who have been with us, you know, for the 250 plus episodes, not only are you going to get to still listen to us where you have been, but you're going to get to find us on um, the Green State, which we'll ask you about momentarily. And you'll get a whole hell of a lot more content, different content as a part of this relationship. So can you, before we get into what our you know, relationship is, and you talked about getting into bed at, at Hearst. Talk about Green State for a moment, and then we can talk about, you know, what this marriage means for you and for us. But what, you know, what is Green State? Green State fills a wide gap in the cannabis media uh, space, a mainstream website for everyone interested in cannabis and culture, news on regulations, celebrities, health, office, and social equity, you know, etiquette, how to purchase traveling with cannabis, expert advice from you know, law enforcement to the TSA, consumer trends, um, how to resource, you know, how to resources from buying guides to growing guides to cooking guides. Um, you know, re really it's here to provide a modern sophisticated approach for those who are, are just starting out in the cannabis game. And we're striving to answer all questions from a, a factual and um, you know, consumer journey standpoint. So I think Green State has something special in store. If that wasn't enough, you know, we are really making sure everyone can appreciate cannabis like like never before. I think it's lifestyle meets news. It's um, it's truly a, a a gap filler in cannabis media, and uh, something we're really proud to uh, be bringing to the national market. Well, and I think it's important. You know, we we talked about Hearst a little bit before, but this is you know of Hearst Media of the William Randolph type, um, you know, can you talk about how uh, cannabis actually fits within that, 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 you know, publishing family? Yeah, it's a great question. So we took a risk and it's paying off where we are a legacy uh, newspaper company that you would not normally find at the fabric of this space, but our incredible network has been, you know, stitching together the fabric of media for over a hundred years. With major players like you know Hearst newspapers, Oprah magazine, Men's Health, um, and so when cannabis started taking hold in you know 2013, we really saw an opportunity to take its success one step further, bringing it into the mainstream conversations across America. Um, this even happened before the Farm Bill was passed. You know we were ahead of the game, and the resources and opportunity for Hearst to to really take a front seat at bringing cannabis into the into the mainstream and into different audiences, there's really nothing more exciting uh, for us than than that opportunity. So now, sitting here five years later, after Green State launched out west, we're officially ready to take this platform to the next level, um, move it fully national. Um, it's been a long time coming, but it is a necessary piece of the industry's evolution. And as we continue to find uh, valuable partners, uh, we look forward to just continuing in that pursuit. You know, we've published, like I said, more than 250 episodes. You know, Anne came up with the idea for this podcast. She's five plus years ago. Um, what is it? And I'm, I'm going to ask you to like, tell us how pretty we are for a second. You know, what is it about the green rush that appealed to green state? Really, KCSA's exclusive access to, to the media contacts combined with strong relationships with the reporters, editors, producers, you know, ensuring your clients' messages are, are strategically presented in order, influence their target audiences. You know, I think from a brand reputation standpoint, um, you guys obviously hold core what, what we do, right? 
KCSA, knowledge, creativity, strategy, and advocacy. Enough said right there. You know, you guys are the go-to when it comes to cannabis public relations and investment, um, ready to take on a mission of transforming this previously black market industry into something thriving. Uh, KCSA really stood out with their, you know, inventive content like the Green Rush and their their ability to step into uncharted territories, whether it be psychedelics or cannabis. Um, and of course, 250 episodes is, is nothing to complain about um, with some of the biggest names in cannabis. So, you know, to add on that, I mean, 50 plus years in the game and award-winning storytellers at the helm, I think we've really found a partner who's not afraid of pushing boundaries or challenging norms. And KCSA was a perfect match to, to fill in the gaps and, you know, take Green State and Green Rush to, to new heights. You know, we talk about firsts, um, uh, and, you know, we definitely like to say that we were among the first uh, agencies to really tackle the space. But from a, a, a reporting and media perspective, um, you know, there are outlets, you know, who really, who also really took a risk, like Benzinga, Business Insider, Green Market Report. Um, and now there's, you know, business financial outlets like Bloomberg and the New York Times um, and the LA Times, you know, dedicating, you know, beat reporters to it and, and resources to covering the space. Um, where do you see Green State fitting into that media ecosystem? I know you talked a little bit about, you know, some of the, the content, but, you know, who, who's the main audience that you guys are looking to speak to? So with the marijuana industry on its way up, it's a media opportunity like no other. And I think established news entities really lack the resources and intel to cover so much ground, especially where it's so gray. Uh, so this has turned into uh, and led to a lifestyle and pro-legalization publication such as High Times gaining more attention and money, you know, into this vacuum of journalism steps, you know, journalists and armed with you know, cannabis or marijuana beats who are eager to, you know, make themselves heard, but they won't be alone for long. You know, I truly believe that as legal cannabis continues to dominate the nation, obviously companies like Hearst is tackling this trend head on by tripling their editorial team size at, at Green State and SFGate and, you know, Connecticut Post and um, across our properties. We're, we're here on a mission to ensure consumers have accurate information about this this rapidly growing, ever-changing industry, um, whether it's wine or weed, right? People want access to informed insights, which we are more than happy to provide over the next you know, years as legalization takes hold of even more states. And I think onward and upward with our carefully curated content, if you take alcohol, for example, and I'm not saying that the two substances are the exact same in that regard, but you know, this was an article on, for example, a new way to distill whiskey, if we were talking about that. You know, there wouldn't be concerns about that. So with the marijuana industry, I do think that as mainstream media continues to invest in reporters and journalists, um, we will see a movement towards more, um, let's call it, you know, human interest stories, lifestyle stories, how-to stories and really educating people about the plant and the many different parts of it. And I think if we asked anyone if they could say the difference between a, a THCO and HHC, a, a Delta-8, a Delta-9, a you know, THC, a, no one could quite answer that. So I think one of our jobs is to really differentiate brands through, through education and um, 
you know, of course, reaching the right audience. You mentioned the, all the different media properties that are in the Hearst, you know, family. Not um, all, from just SF. probably two percent. No, but you mentioned <laughs> you mentioned a bunch. Um, you know, but but there's a real interesting mix there, right? You have Oprah Magazine, you you have Men's Health, you have you know the Connecticut Post, you have uh, SFGate. Um, does Green State percolate across all of those properties? Is it a standalone? I mean, how how do people find Green State? Yeah, of course. So. Uh, you know, really, um, I, I think that people find Green State through all of our publications. So we, if we look at our top seven national uh, news syndications from SFGate to Houston Chronicle to, you know, CT Post to, um, you know, the, the Midland Times to Michigan Times, uh, papers across the country, as well as magazines, Green State's syndicated to all of those newspapers every time an article is posted. So. You know, really what this does for us is Green State becoming the ultimate one-stop shop for everything cannabis related, but the Hearst Network is the bigger play here, right? You know, we have over 17.2 million impressions available to cannabis users who have shopped at dispensaries nationwide, and we plan on not only distributing Green State content to these consumers through their local news sources, but also through some national syndicates. And, and that's what's exciting about this. We, we have so many publications, so much domain authority. We have a great editorial team that's only growing. Um, I feel like we're ahead of the curve in terms of mainstream media. And so, you know, Hearst Cannabis is really thrilled to be part of the, the digital revolution, offering cannabis approved multimedia products tailored for today's consumers. And we're, we're ready to bring it into the mainstream and provide a destination um, we have some amazing partners, obviously you guys at KCSA and Green Rush and uh, leadership here at Hearst that I'm confident will will. You know, the Bloomberg News has one or two journalists who who cover cannabis. The New York Times has one or two journalists. Um, the Wall Street Journal does not have a cannabis beat reporter. You know, and Dow Jones doesn't have a dedicated cannabis beat reporter. Hearst, on the other hand, you know, is a, a media company that is in the same you know ecosystem as those bigger media companies. Can you talk about the the editorial commitment of Hearst to covering cannabis, and you know, for the people who are listening, you know, are there names of journalists that we should be aware of? You know, are, is there an unveil coming of like, hey, we've got this amazing new editor that's coming on board, like? Tease us, like make us want more. <laughs> yeah, I got to be careful. I got to be careful here, but I will tell you that uh, we've brought on new uh, editors in California, Connecticut, New York, as well as for Green State. We've brought on content partners. We're going to be delivering over 100 pieces of content every single month um, from lifestyle tips to local news coverage. Uh, obviously, these will you know, be indexing. And so when I look at other companies and the investments they've made, you know, I think um, uh, where, where we really fit in is, is really um, our journalists, right? And I think Wendy Metcalf out of Connecticut does a tremendous job. Um, you know, Ellie Escher from Green State, as well as Brandon Mercer have done a, a tremendous job building that site. But we're you know, we're looking at uh, editors from, you know, High Times, Gondrepreneur, um, you know, uh, tons of, you know, big, big uh, cannabis publications, but we want to do it under the Hearst umbrella because that's where the power is. So I think, you know, with the marijuana industry on its way up, um, established news entities are 
are really lacking those resources. So I think the eventually they will enter the market themselves. Um, but I don't think you know they'll be there for long unless they truly make the investment. Because as you guys know, with this industry, you can't do it half half assed and um, or half baked. Half baked. Better. <laughs> Making me hungry for ice cream now. Um, half baked. And, you know, for that, um, I think Hearst is in a good position because we're, we're really dotting our I's, crossing our T's and uh, making sure that we do this right, which is why it's taken since 2017 to really hit our burst moment here, um, which is exciting. We know that um, people who, who, you know, who are subscribers in, you know, San Francisco or Connecticut are, are going to see some of the Green State content. Um, but, you know, you have your own kind of thriving website and you've got a newsletter. So can you give that a plug, please, Adam? Yeah, of course. So um, really uh, what we have with Green State is, uh, you know, a ton of opportunities, right, from, um, you know, the, the newsletter to content we can syndicate um, for brands. We're going to be building out state by state pages that have shopping experiences and um, pre-delivered content. Um, we're growing our audience base through, you know, our full Hearst network as well as social channels that we can access as a news company. Um, we're working with you guys actually to grow that social presence. Um, we're syndicating our stories out to a very targeted audience. We've recently undertook a partnership with New Frontier Ventures where we've been able to add even more data to our audience targeting. And what makes it so unique is this is all first party data, whether it's on Green State or other sites, you know, there's not a lot of places you can find first party data at this level. And I think that's where we'll differentiate ourselves. Um, you know, Green State is is growing, right? We've we've put the money behind it and we we expect, you know, 300, 400% growth with this investment. But of course that all comes down to, um, you know, timing and, just a quick shout here, a quick plug, Connecticut dispensaries, adult use officially opened on January 10th. So we're really excited about that here. Um, and I think uh, Green State will really fill a state-by-state -state cannabis um, educational need, as well as a lifestyle of, you know, whether it be CBD, cannabis, or, or psychedelics or anything, really speaking to that lifestyle and making sure that uh, we're, we're gaining a followership that isn't just businesses, isn't just consumers, but it's people who are passionate about the cannabis industry or interested in about learning more. I got to make a bad joke. I'm going to preface this as a bad joke, but can you guys create a column called Rosebud? When we get a new editor in-house two weeks from now, Lewis, I'm going to give you three magic wishes from the genie. And... Oh, I'm not going to waste it on that. I promise you. <laughs> I mean, that, that's just a goof. You know, but, you know I if think I get three magic wishes, it's period. definitely not going to be that. Three magic wishes, and um, I'll see if I can make them happen for you. I think, you know, this is always how I've worked, and I don't want to riff too long on this, but, you know, when, are we, when have we ever seen in our generation an industry like cannabis that has just come onto the scene as large as it is. It reminds me kind of of like when cell phones first came out and I'm dating myself a little here, um, but I was probably like 15, 16 years old. And it was amazing how quickly that took over. And then you had the tech boom. And, and, and this is that next generational wave that 
how could we not cover it, right? We cover tech, we cover everything. Why is this this stigma when people need just as much news and information on this space as they do uh, on any other? And so bridging that gap uh, is the job of, of KCSA, is the job of, of Hearst Media, and is the job of publications across the world. And so I, I hope they take that seriously, and I hope we can be leaders in the, um, in the efforts to get there. Awesome. What do you see as, as the biggest story of 2023? Can you, can you predict? Yeah, of course. I love predicting. I, um, as you guys know, I love working in gray areas. So I've worked in sports gambling marketing as well and uh, psychedelics and cannabis and CBD and the gray areas where I live. So, you know, where I see for 2023, um, it's really a few things, right? I think um, we're going to expect to see a more connected consumer journey with operators demanding the right to kind of control the customer's entire experience you know, from their first online order to repeat purchasing. So we're already seeing customers becoming more comfortable with product options in the space and accordingly visiting dispensaries more often, but buying less. So this trend should definitely grow in 2023 as customers realize that they don't need to experiment, but rather are ready to settle in with products they, they know and trust. You know, we, we expect, I expect, uh, small businesses to have a renaissance um, and to experience some of the highest growth of, of the industry. I think 2022 was the year of the MSOs, and I think they're slowing their growth in order to focus on profitability. And, and those new states coming on, specifically like New York, are emphasizing social equity businesses, uh, which generally speak more to the SMB category. So, you know, regardless of market status, consumer centric strategies will take on definitely an increasingly important role for small and large operators alike. Um, but at the retail front, expect a focus on consumer engagement, education, open format floor plans, and, and multiple fulfillment options, whether that be curbside, delivery, in-store, drive up. Um, brand and product growth will come out of a, a you know, a premiumization portfolio, price tiering, differentiated offerings, and really a focus on the consumer experience. So. You know, I think that's one side of it. And then I think the other side of it on from a marketing standpoint, and I'm a marketing geek, so I have to plug, I have to speak on this. I think, you know, out of home eats up a significant portion of advertising budgets and cannabis marketing and there are limitations to this channel. It was one of the only channels available, but I think in 2023, we see a strong move over to uh, measurable, um, you know, advertising. So let's just say, you know, we're lead source tracking and a user visits Cureleaf's site and they're asked how they heard about Cureleaf. They might indicate that they've seen the brand, you know, out of home activations, but it's not a perfect science. And I do believe out of home is the first to go in 2023 as more digital and strategic opportunities uh, replace it. Um, so, you know, that's an interesting, I'm going to cut you off. Please do. Because um, that's who <laughs> I am and that's what I do. Um, but you just you let into a really interesting um, uh, you know path of conversation. Social media has a, a, an incredible disdain and and they just won't take ads for cannabis product. Like you're not going to see a legal brand ad on Instagram or Facebook or or you know even Twitter for a vape or for a flower pre-roll brand. It'll be topicals only, right? Yeah. Right. So for you, for Green State, which is a dedicated media property 
for the cannabis consumer. Now, let me interrupt you, you, though, because Green State is the nucleus. The Hearst Cannabis Network is the world, right? So while we grow Green State through that, I, I want to make sure we differentiate that Green State is the is the nucleus where all the content lives, but it's syndicated out to a cannabis network that's larger than, than any other media company. And so Green State right now is a means to where we want to go. Uh, I get it. Um, and for the for the next couple of months, you know, you guys are going to be that nucleus and where the the, the focus is, um, and you're going to percolate pro, you know content out to all of the, the different Hearst properties. Does that mean if I am a reader of the San Francisco Chronicle or I'm reading Oprah Magazine or any of the other properties that I might actually see a cure relief? you know, advertisement online? Does it mean that I could see a Lowell Smokes pre-roll ad somewhere? Um, does it mean, you know, does, it, does that, is this what, what that, that means? means? Exactly. We are, you know, I think for so many years, marketing and cannabis has been almost impossible compared to other industries. Well, what Hearst is bringing through partnerships and investments and obviously our first party data and our, our, our networks, like you mentioned, uh, we're able to bring, you know, audio streaming, CTV, programmatic, you know, retargeting all of your, your strong and, and business driving retail marketing tactics are now available to the cannabis industry. And I, I don't think anyone quite either knows it or knows how to do it. I mean, even when you look at Twitter, I'll give you guys a plug here. We're not far away, maybe weeks away from full CBD advertising and Q2 might be cannabis. And and so I, and Google just opened to CBD. And so we're seeing these small things, but I still think a niche site like Green State and, you know, the audience that we can reach is, is just as strong um, because it's putting you around content and it's putting you around um, news and information that people are reading. Um, so as we implement, you know, shopping experiences, ratings, reviews, I, I do think that we have a chance to create something quite special here. I mean, look, Martha Stewart has made her own, I made a huge name Great in cannabis comparison. over the last couple yeah. of years, right? You know, and that, in the, but, you know, it's not like you see it in the Martha Stewart magazine. You know, if you want to get Oprah to get high, <laughs> I think that would be a really fabulous thing to do. And Me you and you will get, get on that, of, yeah, yeah, there. That's my first genie wish. Okay. <laughs> she's so, she's d tried CBD stuff. Yeah, she has. Yeah. Oh, she's a risk taker. That one. I think you we're know, all risk takers if you know we're doing this. I was right? being facetious about the CB, you know, CBD as a risk taking uh, activity. Well, but, these days you, you know. don't know, right? And and that's another trend. I I'm gonna. I think we're starting to see, right? I think CBD retail is almost a lot of. A lot of people I know and I'm close to will be mad at me for saying this, but it's it's hit a pinnacle. It's going down. Um, CBD and all of its derivatives. And I don't speak to synthetics. I don't believe in them. But from as far as derivatives and, and CBD and other cannabinoids, it'll be very interesting to see where that goes once low dosage THC really enters the market. Because I think that's where the majority of the audience will live is in the low dose THC arena. No one wants you know, not, that's where I live. Yeah. That's where most of us live. Right. You know, it's, it's extremes CBD and then, you know, bongs and vapes yeah, and live and, resin. And you look at the buyers, right? Yeah. The, um, the, the, the habitual cannabis buyers looking for the, the highest THC product 
but the casual buyer is not. They don't want to be buried in the couch for four hours. They want to have, you know, a glass of wine or two. They want to get to sleep at night. Yeah, my wife is a yeah. perfect example. Um, she'll kill me for, for saying any more than that. But, you know, I, so many people I know are, are, are right there. Yeah, and it's women and it's, uh, it's you know, uh, older demographics. It's, you know, so the growth of, of this industry isn't on the – the the heavy users, um, you know, and the stoners, they're gonna, you know, no, not a pejorative there, like, you know, that they're they've helped build this industry, but you know, if you're gonna grow and really take it to the next level, you need to make something that's not gonna like have someone on their ass for eight hours. Yeah, I actually I heard a uh, quote recently, not a quote, but a statistic recently, and I, I might be, you know, butchering this, but I I believe forty eight percent of the cannabis market currently is people who sh shop at dispensaries at least three times per week, while only 6% of the market is new users. And so that's a number we need to flip upside down or at least get closer. And that really shows that all of these media outlets, all of this stuff, everyone knows cannabis is emerging, but people that don't smoke it or aren't involved in it, they have no idea what's really going on. Like my, my mom and dad didn't know dispensaries opened in Connecticut for adult use. And, you know, is it because no one told them? Is it because they don't care? Is it, you know, I, I, have, I have to think that there is a product out there that can help anyone, whether it's the lowest dosage to, you know, some type of um, beverage, which is another space I see growing. I just think people need to find the right cannabis and the right solution for themselves. And, you know, as we fight opioids and pain meds and, and PTSD and everything like that, I mean, the, the benefits are endless. And so that's what excites well, me. But the, me the there is actually, there's a darker side to this as well, which we don't talk a lot about, which is these super high um, THC percentage Yeah, the products. deltas, yeah. Yeah, these are things are like 80, 90% THC. Yeah, we're starting to see addiction. Like it was always argued that cannabis you is can't be addicted. Yeah, but it, but it, but at that level of THC, you're starting to see addiction. You're starting to see um, not just habituation, but really people getting sick. And there has to be this honest conversation in the industry of like, okay, like people don't drink grain alcohol, right? <laughs> they just don't. So there is this this. Um, point of oversaturation of what is healthy and what is not. And, you know, I think that there is this taboo within the cannabis industry of talking about any of the potential downsides because there is this fear of a repercussion or reprisal amongst the, you know, the just say no people. The other side of it is, you know, there is a cost. And when you go that high and you start to see People who are going to the hospital, people who are going into rehab, people who are and, – and, and it's for cannabis use disorder. It's a legit thing. So I think we – hopefully this is something that you know we can talk about here on The Green Rush and that you guys in Green State will cover because if it's only rah-rah, we're doing a disservice to our listeners and your readers. It has to be a balance between everything isn't always good. There is some – potential downside, you know, as we get up into these obscene, you know, uh, uh, concentrations. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. You hit the nail on the head. And I think even, you know, growing off that point, right, we have the activists and then we have the anti-corporate, you know, anti-corporate and there's these different groups, right? And it's, 
so interesting because you have projects like the Prisoner Reform Project in New York that kind of combines the two worlds. Social equity, same thing. And so I, I hope, but I'm not optimistic that the right people will come out on top. I, I love, you know, I don't want to get too political on the podcast at all, but I, I think what they're doing, releasing and, and you know, from re reparations and, and really allowing these people to be at the forefront of the industry, you know, while I, the, you know, 30-year-old kind of in me says it's never going to work. I'm confident that with the right coverage, the right people behind it, driving the message, it, it, it has enormous potential for jobs, for, for money, for infrastructure, for, you know, so much business to happen out of a plant, right? I mean, think of, think about pharmaceuticals, we're talking about a plant. And so bringing that to the mainstream, it really solves a lot of issues that I think we haven't even, we haven't even tipped the iceberg with. Well, I actually think that's a great place to wrap up because, uh, Adam, this won't be the last time you're on the pod. Uh, you know, we look forward to, to having you on as a, a regular presence. And I think, you know, as some of the, you know, the reporters that you're that, you know, at Hearst and Green State, um, you know, are working in the industry and breaking stories, um, you know, and, and really deep in some of these issues. We want to have them on the podcast to, to have these deeper discussions. So yeah, we're putting um, a list together. Um, we can talk off line, but I think um, there's some great guests we can get on that will do a much better job than my, than myself. Uh, but I'm, I'm Oprah. so uh, Oprah. grateful for the opportunity. <laughs> and uh, you guys are get us Oprah. You guys get us Oprah. All right, that that's wish that's three wishes right there. Uh, that's fine. We'll take it. <laughs> I'm gonna get you someone good. I promise. I I, um, I got I got a few ideas, and I, I mean I think between the two of us, right? If we go out to, you know, you know who I would love to get is like, I don't know if you guys follow the NBA, but like Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson, they do a podcast called All the Smoke, where they interview people while, you know, they smoke weed and they interview people. And it's, and there's just so many athletes in the space that are, that have benefited from this. And I'd love to speak on that angle at some point or hear an episode on it. We love talking to athletes. So, yeah. So, um, with this, you know, Adam, thank you so much for coming on. And also, thanks for giving us the opportunity to partner together. It is a, a, a unique thrill for a, you know, for KCSA to be partnering with, uh, you know, one of the most important and historic uh, media and publishing companies. So we look forward to years of doing excellent work together. Absolutely. Uh, thank you so much, Lewis and Nick. And we will talk soon. Uh, have a great weekend. And, and thanks for having me on. And uh, to anyone listening, uh, feel free to uh, plug me in uh, my email, ashapiro at hearstmediact.com or follow me on LinkedIn and we can certainly talk about this industry all day. Uh, so appreciate everything and have a great weekend. As always, thanks for listening. If you want to chat with us, you can find us on Twitter with the handle at the underscore green rush or on Instagram at thegreenrush underscore podcast, or drop us an email at greenrush at kcsa.com. We're always looking for feedback and guest ideas. And don't forget to subscribe to The Green Rush in your favorite podcast app. That's uh, one take, one take, Shay. No, there was, that, was, that was many takes.
Because of this.